Okay, good morning, everybody. Everybody's well. Happy Wednesday for those that are joining us live, wherever you're joining from, and whenever you're listening, happy. May it be a happy and an incredible day. We've been talking a lot about this concept, or at least we've started, I don't know if we're talking a lot, but we started talking about this concept of alacrity. What we're doing now is delving into different traits, trying to understand them together, trying to get better at them together in hopes that by recognizing these individual pieces within ourselves and working on them specifically, we can build a greater mosaic that will allow our inner light to shine through. That is the difference, by the way, between you know, good, great, and expertise is the ability to break down things into its smallest forms. You know, that they say that's really the, the core of wisdom is distinctions. If you go to, I think we spoke about this once on the show. If you go to Alaska, they'll have 30 names for snow. If you go to California, they won't even know what it is. Because in Alaska, snow is relevant at a much higher level than in California. And as a result, they have distinctions they understand the nuances of the texture and the moisture and the heaviness and the color. And each one, in giving its name, leads to a whole world. We have this, there's a concept in Judaism of the words for happiness. When a couple gets engaged, we, we gets married, they say, you know, there's a song that they sing, which says like, Gila, Rina, Ditsa, Chedva, Ava. There's all these words that really mean very similar things. And what it's really doing is cluing us into something that we care about a lot. Jewish people are very focused on levels of empowerment. And so there's multiple names. We got to figure out what each one means. What we're doing here is recognizing or trying to understand the power of traits, giving, creating distinctions along the way of the differences in what each of these traits are in order to create greater wisdom within who we are. That's the idea. And we began with this, the first trait, which we spoke about yesterday being the foundation of all traits, which is enthusiasm or zeal. In Hebrew, the word is zirizut, zirizus. And we spoke yesterday about this idea that we each come from four different elements and they compete against each other. And there's an element called earth that we're from. Man could have been, in the, in the biblical story of God creating man, the story could have been, the, the process could have been that an angel falls from heaven and then on the way down sort of congeals into man. Why wouldn't that be a legitimate approach? Why would that be any less miraculous than going to the ground and forming it from the ground? It's because God is teaching us about us, that we have within us this innate desire to be earthly, to be grounded, not in a good way. 
it makes sense that we are by nature to some extent lazy and very much connected to very base things. Now this, by the way, for another conversation is between men and women or not men and women, really it's Zachor, masculine and feminine. Because if you notice, the masculine energy comes from the ground, but the feminine energy actually doesn't. Which is why usually the feminine is more connected to spirituality than the masculine. But that's a, diff- that's a different conversation. That was for the marriage talk we gave, like, I don't know, like four months ago. But this idea that we have this natural part of ourselves that's very, very grounded and earthly starts to bring us to some realization that it is natural for me, for me to be unenthusiastic about things, to lack zeal, to lack alacrity, to approach life schlepping, as they say. You know, you ever see people, I'm sure we're like this too, like schlepping, like you're just carrying yourself around. At least now we can like, we go to the hit of coffee as the need before we can be human beings, which is okay. Like it's a, it's a crutch. As we said it, I've, I've got the, might, might as well, l'chaim. It's just a crutch. We don't really need coffee. We just say we do. And like, okay, it's better. It's better. People walk around in the morning. It's like they're like, it's like as if they just came out of like Siberia. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see them like on the train or at work or just walking around. And it's like, they just, it's, I'm like, did you, did you just come out of a, didn't you just sleep for like six to eight hours, like in your bed in warmth? Like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, really? But we're all like this. Like, we're all like this. Like, we like die if we can't get to like Sunday. Like, oh my gosh. We're all like this. All of us. Let's just, have fun calling out. Thanks, Ken. Because it's a piece of us. But that piece needs to, be in, needs to be controlled. And we need to bring another piece of us called fire. It's a piece of us that's fire. Now, there's negatives of fire, which we'll get to, but let's talk about the positive of fire. Fire is the part of us that comes from the soul. The fire actually is the, is the property in this world that is mostly connected to soul. That's why it says in the verse, Kiner Hashem Nishmat Adam, the candle of God is the soul of man. Fire and soul is very connected, which is why when someone passes away, you light a candle in their memory, which is why when Shabbat comes in, which is the holiest day of the week, we light a candle in and light a candle out, by the way even look at fire, it almost feels like it doesn't belong here, which is why it's reaching to go somewhere. And if it wasn't held down by a a wick, it would never stay here. Fire is the soul. So you've got earth and fire. That's who we are. And one of the great mistakes that we make is that we think that who I am is how I feel. That's not true. Who you are is what you choose. How you feel is a manifestation of your consistent choices. And you've been here with me long enough to understand the, the neuro, at least to some extent, the neurological concepts here. Schema, neuroplasticity, whatever. But when you think about, and when we think about life, 
we have to recognize that there's earth and there's fire within us. There's laziness and alacrity. And those two options are choices. The earth is going to feel easier. The earth is going to allow us to, to fall in better. We are inclined to the earth. We originate from the earth. The fire was put in afterwards. So it is normal for human beings to be naturally unenthusiastic about things, to be naturally lazy about things, to be naturally uninterested in being uncomfortable about things. It is normal for someone to approach life without the requisite enthusiasm and zeal for things that they need to do but don't want to do. Yeah, if you love something, it's easier to go and get excited about that. But that's not really where your greatness is. Your greatness really is, even in the things you love to do, the areas that are going to make you better. Usually the greatness in life don't, doesn't come when you wake up in the morning and feel it. Usually it's when you choose it. And the game we're talking about here isn't like a nice idea. This is existential. Fire or earth, who dominates? Soul or body, who dominates? On a deeper level, it's really the animal versus the spiritual, who dominates? Who dominates our lives? Who's going to be in charge today? Who's going to win? Wake up in the morning, who's going to win? Snooze, 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 snooze. Or you're up. And by the way, even if it's painful, and even if you ever got to fight out of that bed, because when you're laying down, you're in earth mode. That's when you go to bed, you're like, I'll get up at four o'clock, I'll run a marathon, I'll do my taxes, I'll write a book, and I'll be, I'll shower, go to the gym, and I'll be at work. Yeah, then the alarm goes off. You're like, man, forget that. Why? Because when we were laying down, that position of laying down, that's, that was the original creative position. That's the ultimate earth position is laying down. And as soon as you're in that zone, the earth inside you just takes over. Just totally takes over. If you stood up, you would be less tired than if you lay down. Now I'm sure there's, you know, there's, there's biological reasons for this, but I wanna to get to the spiritual reason for this. But when you choose, when those, that alarm goes off, when you choose, I'm fighting with fire today. You jump out, you're different. You may not jump up and go hip, hip, hooray. You may just drag out. Fine, but you're out. When you come to your first challenge and when you come to your first responsibility, when you show up in your life, you show up bringing your fire. That's the game. But we have to now take back what, was, what we think is who we are and recognize that we are choosing the parts of who we are to lead with. Anyone who plays sports, you can play with your left or you can play with your right. You're not left or right. You have to choose which direction you're gonna go in. You can choose what to say. You can choose whether to walk. You can make choices. I am not how I feel. I am what I choose. And one of the most important aspects of enthusiasm or zeal is that zeal is not the result of something. It is the choice of something. 
If I have to be enthusiastic only when somebody else pumps me up or when life lines up for me or when I'm feeling it, that's not me choosing. That's the gift. Inspiration's a gift. Something working out for you is a gift. Your efforts translating to results is a gift. Someone saying the right thing to you is a gift. Feeling good physically is a gift. Speak to someone who wasn't. Physical health is a gift. Yes, you can do things for health. It's still a gift. It's a blessing. Living in an environment that is secure is a gift. The factors that make us feel good are gifts. The choices that we make when it's balanced or when the earth is winning and we don't feel good, that's us. That's why enthusiasm is a trait because it's a choice. And traits are always ultimate choices because traits are always things you have inside you in which you are choosing to either strengthen or weaken. They're muscles. They're really potential. Yeah. They're, they're potential. And as a result, you get to choose every day as to what to work on. You can see, you know, individual one that walks around and is filled with incredible muscles and individual, individual two that is total flab. And it's not that individual two has less potential. It's the choices that each of them have made. It's not that individual two was born not being able to climb a, a flight of stairs. It's that they're the choices. Now, of course, some people have more propensities and fine. But traits are muscles. And we make choices every day. And what we have to recognize in this trait of enthusiasm, of zerizus, of alacrity, is that it's not going to feel normal to us necessarily. I'm not going to I'm not going to want it, even if I understand it. I'm going to naturally not want to bring it to the table because a piece of me is not from the world of zeal. A piece of me is from the world of earth. And there's a piece of me that when I get up against things that are hard, I say, I just want to go to bed. I just want to mentally check out. This is another huge societal thing that we've got now, which is the ability to check out. One of the great leaders of last generation, a man named Noah Weinberg, used to say, why do you have to check out? Why can't you just switch? You're studying something. Okay, fine. I get it. After a while, you, so even if you look at the way your brain works, it gets to be too much. Why do you have to check out? Why don't you switch to something else that's productive? gives you the same variety, it changes your mind. So if I'm in work for you know five hours and after an hour I'm burnt out from the memo I have to write, why do I gotta check out? Why can't I just do something else productive? And then do something else, why can't I switch to different tasks? Each of which will use different parts of my mind and body, but I'll stay in the world of productive the entire day. Why do I gotta beg out? conditioning. It's because the earth took over. And it's because people have to make a lot of money by entertaining us. 
And so they tell us, no, 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 no. You need, you need seven hours of Netflix now. You got to chill out. If you don't chill out, you need, you know, you need three months off. I mean, you're only 18. I mean, can you imagine if you had to like use your brain for 12 months a year? Like what would happen to you? I mean, you're 18. You're an old man. Like, can you imagine using your brain for, really? That's impossible. No, you need to like take three months off and don't think of anything. Isn't that what happens when you're young? Why would, why would, we, why would society push you to, to, to work every day of your life? Only, only thing that can happen is that you can train yourself to be more productive. That would be, like, how would that work? Why, why would you read a book on a train when you can just watch a movie? Why would you work at 10 o'clock at night on something that's your project, that's your passion, when you can just, I don't know, scroll? This, is all, this isn't real. This is just earth stuff, making us mediocre. That's not who we are. It's not how we're built. we're built. We're built to be great. You don't become great unless you bring the fire. There's a concept out there, there's like a line. Like 80% of life is showing up. It's not true. 80% of life is showing up enthusiastically, not just showing up choosing to bring the fire specifically when you don't want to. And I don't mean like jumping around. When I spoke about the professor yesterday, if that professor is enthusiastic about his, his lesson, I don't care if he speaks in a very intellectual way. Great. He's enthusiastic. And his enthusiasm may not be, may be very different than my or your enthusiasm. It doesn't matter how the enthusiasm manifests. But it matters how he shows up. And showing up is a choice. It's a choice that we make, we make every single day. We decide how to show up. And when we decide how to show up, even if we feel like earth with fire, we start changing. I want to read you a quote before we end today. Some of one of the greatest Jewish books in history. The book is called the Tanya, written by a rabbi named Rabbi Shneer Zalman of Liadi. He's known as the Baal HaTanya. Can I tell you a secret? One of the greatest parts of our people are Chabad. I'm sure you know them. They're in every corner of the world. They're superstars. I'm going to tell you a secret. You know why they're superstars? I'm going to share you in on a secret. How do they like go to like Uzbekistan and like after like three years have like a thriving, you know what I'm talking about? Like, how do you like end up like how are there like 12 year olds putting on shaking lulus with strangers in Washington Square Park? Like, where do they get this from? This book called The Tanya is their nuclear power. This rabbi wrote a book that is nuclear energy. I'm being serious. I want to read you one, one piece from this book. Here's what he writes, the rabbi, one of the greatest rabbis of all times. This isn't Charlie Harari talking. This is like the real deal. This is what he says. I'll end with this. I'll read the English version. When attempting to be victorious over a physical opponent, such as in the case of two individuals who are wrestling with each other, each one striving to fell the other, one who is lazy and sluggish will easily be defeated and will fall, even if that individual is stronger than the other. It is exactly so in the struggle against one's negative impulses. 
it is impossible to conquer them with laziness and sluggishness, which originate in the negative emotion and in the heart that is numb like stone, these words. Rather, conquering one's negative impulses require alacrity, zerizus, which derives from positive emotion and from a heart that is free and clean and cleansed from any trace of worry and negative emotion whatsoever. Notice he just threw that worry thing. We'll talk about that. Think about that today. Let's think about this today. Let's choose one time today. One time today. One time today. When earth is dominating us, let's choose fire. And be enthusiastic about something that we would have otherwise not, even if it's small. Because that's what we need to become the people we're meant to be. All right, looking forward to tomorrow. We'll continue this. Have an incredible, incredible day. Bring the fire today. Looking for God's help. Can't wait to see you again tomorrow.